0: Hello, I'm Sophie Sutherland, the Global Communications and Marketing Director for the Social Progress Imperative and the Curator for the What Works Summit. After three years, we're finally coming back together in person for What Works and we couldn't be more excited. We created this short audio guide to help prepare and excite you for all that you can expect of your time with us in Banff. First, to give you a bit of background, the summit was first held in Iceland in 2016 with SPI's partner Cognitio. Since then, we've held several summits in Iceland with the support of the Prime Minister's office. This marks the first time we've moved it to a different location. Bringing the summit to Canada is really exciting for us because it's an opportunity to tap into changemakers in a different part of the world and to expand our community. We created What Works as a way of bringing together the community of people who are focused on advancing social progress, whether government, business, or members of civil society. We have really, really high hopes for the three days. The opportunity to hear and learn from so many fantastic individuals about the change they're making, whether at an international, national, or local level, is a large part of why we gather. What Works was built as an idea that If we can understand what's working in any particular area, then we can replicate and scale that for success. So the summit's largely about sharing stories and ideas, but also it's about action. I sat down recently with SPI's partner in Iceland, Rosa, so you can hear from her a bit about the history and the purpose.
1: Hello, Sophie. Great to be here with you. I am Rose Jónsdóttir, always called Rosa, and I'm the local partner for SPI in Iceland. Welcome. Well, it's lovely to, to hear your
0: voice. This is going to be the first time that we're back together in person, and you have been there since the very beginning with us since the first event in 2016 in Iceland so I'd love to to ask you to start with what was your inspiration for the What Works Summit I mean we'd love to hear a little bit about the origin story
1: I would love to because I'm really proud of it actually Uh, if you think back to 2013 actually Uh, Then, as a specialist in competitiveness and cluster management, you're always looking for the best possible assessment of your actions. And I actually found SPI tool, the framework introduced on Twitter 2013, when Michael Porter, professor at the Harvard Business School, was introducing this tool, upcoming upcoming tool to, to the world and one year later when i had a meeting with him 2014 after the first launch we were discussing among other things about the spi and how it can help to evaluate successful actions he actually encouraged me to to build up an international event about spi in iceland so i grabbed the ball he introduced me to michael green and we met Few months later in Iceland and then we took the decision to build up this platform to bring out the message for the SPI around the world and how important it is to evaluate success beyond GDP. That is the story behind. That's great and you know we the the very first What
0: Works was held in in 2016 and obviously it's always been in Iceland since then and I'm wondering like what can you point to as being you know, why do we keep doing it? Why are you, you know, why have you been wanting to keep bringing the summit um, to Iceland? And obviously now we're coming to Canada.
1: It is because uh, I think the summit can can make an impact. We have been so fortunate and it was exactly what we had. It uh, was our guiding light at that time to bring different people, different policy makers, different people from different layers, actions with different roles together to find out the best possible way to, to evaluate and build up societies which where we, you and me would like to live in. So, Rosie, you've been
0: really successful in bringing the government of Iceland, both the prime minister's office and the president's office um, and, and, and the individuals, to be part of the summit and to really give their support to the Social Progress Index.
1: Why do you think it's sort of really taken off in Iceland? During these years we have faced that it is so important to work together, build up collaboration between different players. And we need to involve not only the government, we need to involve the business districts, the, the companies, the organizations, the profit organizations, the individuals. They need to learn about how everything is functioning together. And I think, and it has been on the agenda of our, uh, of our government for many years to improve the, the society for the people living here in Iceland.
0: That's great. Well, we certainly love being in Iceland with you and we're very excited to go to Banff this year to bring it outside of Iceland for the first time. What are you most looking forward to about the summit? Like what are your hopes and dreams for the summit this year? And what are you really sort of hoping in terms of the action following the event?
1: I am actually quite really excited to see how the What Work Summit can help the world to do things in proper and more responsible way. And I am sure that in collaboration with our leaders coming to our summit, we can find the best possible solutions for the policymakers, for the leaders to react in the right and proper way to the situations we are facing. And... Find the possible solution for your uh, society. Particularly, I am really proud that the waterworks Works is going global. And I am actually really excited to meet all of you in, in Banff. And my expectation to that one, just like before, it will be such a great opportunity for us to meet in person in this time and discuss with all those fantastic people coming and joining us sharing ideas how we can react to those different challenges we are facing, learning from those who have managed to react in in a proper way, and bring the actions uh, into impact where they are located. So I really hope that all of us, both you and me me and all our participants, will be able to return home with the new ideas and new solutions we can implement in our society.
0: I love that. And yeah, I mean, it's virtual events have been great when we haven't been able to be together, but they really don't have the same impact and cut the the same mustard in the same way. Exactly. Um, No, I'm excited about that too. So what do you see as, you know, the most pressing challenges facing society right now?
1: The challenges of tomorrow worldwide are so many and they are different from place to place, but we need to focus on the basic human needs nutrition and healthcare. Without being healthy, we cannot do anything. We have experienced that during the last two years based uh, uh, through this pandemic. Therefore, we need to show responsible behavior. We must respect each other, origin and the nature resources we have access to and use it properly and not take everything for granted. That brings us to the issues regarding the climate issues. The human rights, gender equality, housing, on all of these aspects, which we can actually control and we can follow how, it is, how the situation is within these aspects are when you're looking into framework of SPI. We can use this tool to help us. And we need to take the status, check everyone has the right, life, uh, right to live the life they want to live. It is so important. And because thinking about our guiding light or the headline of our event this year, Trust and Truth, I will say that trust is another challenge we need to face. And we have to therefore build up this trust and reliability, the truth between both public and, and private. And uh, I will say that trust and truth are the exchange rate of everything today. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. It's definitely,
0: certainly the uh, foundation that we need to be able to thrive needs to be fixed yeah. if we're yeah. going to move yeah. towards yeah. the future that we're yeah. looking for. Yeah.
1: No, but uh, I would like just say that I can promise you that if, we, if I talk to the audience right now, I can't wait to meet you, see you in Banff and I can promise you that you will have a great and exceptional experience at World Work Summit in Banff this year. Thank
0: you, you. I I could not agree more and I'm looking forward to seeing you in person very, very soon. Thank you, Rosa, I appreciate
1: you jumping on with us today. Great, take care. See you soon.
0: As Rosa said, we're hoping that the idea shared will spark action, that all of you will create new connections and partnerships, And we hope that it will help propel forward all of the brilliant work that you're already doing in your respective areas. As you heard, the theme for this year's event is truth and trust. Here's a conversation I had with Michael, SPI's CEO, talking about why this summit now and why we're focusing on this theme this year.
2: My name is Michael Green. I'm the CEO of Social Progress Imperative.
0: Michael, I want to start off by asking you why this summit now? What is the most important thing we need to know about why What Works is happening?
2: Well, we started the the What Works Summit about uh, six years ago as an experiment, an experiment to bring together not an audience and a set of speakers, but to bring together a community, a community of practitioners, an invitation only audience from people across different sectors to bring together insights and talk about what works. And that's really been the kind of the, the magic, the secret of this event that makes it different from so, so many others. It's, you know, what we have going on stage is always interesting, it's always exciting, but almost more important is what happens off stage. Uh, during the years of COVID, we've not been able to do this in person. We've done some virtual events and they've been great, but you can't be being in person, having those kind of conversations and connections and so, as soon as we could, we when well, we have to have a global conference, bring a group together, bring this unique community together, to really move these conversations forward.
0: So, why this year's theme, truth and trust? What does that mean to you?
2: This is what works. If we're focused on truth and trust because it really seems to be the crisis of our age. Yeah, you know, we have so much knowledge to solve the world's problems. What's getting in the way? And it's what seems to be getting in the way is how we're talking about them and that's because we there's this lack of agreement on you know what even what the facts are and so we end up arguing about basic facts and then we've got issues about you know if we're trying to find out what's the authoritative position on something well who do we trust on that and then very basic people that we should be trusting aren't being trusted so if we're thinking about what is throwing sand in the wheels of human progress It's the lack of consensus around facts and the truth and the lack of trust in our societies. And so if we're really serious about accelerating social progress, these are the problems that we need to resolve if we're going to be able to do that.
0: You know, what are your real sort of hopes and dreams for this event? Um, What would be success in your eyes and not just the event itself, but also following?
2: Well, my hope and dream for what works is always action. Um, You know, we have these events not, because they're 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 an event in themselves, but because of what they can do is put together people to share ideas or partnerships and collaborations that have a real impact in the real world. Because that's what what social progress imperative is here for. We're not here to produce indexes. We're not here to produce events. What we're here to do is to try and support people, so people at the sharp end, decision makers, to make uh, better decisions, to have better impact on people's lives. So I always feel like I judge the success of anything we do and the What Works conference included, not, not based on what happens on the stage, what happens afterwards. Does it really help to forge those partnerships, share those ideas that then get applied later?
0: That's such an important point in terms of what success actually looks like um, and what we're trying to get out of the summit. As a society, we're dealing with a lot right now, recovering from COVID, the climate crisis the war in Ukraine, and so much more. Michael, I'm curious, what do you see as the most pressing challenge?
2: I think the biggest challenge we face as a society is how to find solutions to those problems. We will always have problems. New problems will always be emerging. Um, They will, you know, trying to rank and order those, I don't think helps. The real question is how do we find solutions to them? Can we find solutions to them? This is why I'm an optimist. Because what social progress index data shows very clearly is that the solutions are out there already to so many of these problems. What we're failing to do is implement them. We see this when we look at the performance of countries or regions, how they're underperforming on social progress, many places. That shows that people's lives could be a lot better just because the solutions haven't been implemented yet. If we could implement them, you could have a huge step change in quality of life. Similarly, we've done analysis looking at social progress and greenhouse gas emissions data. what that shows very clearly is progress isn't the problem in driving unsustainable levels of greenhouse gas emissions. It's the way we're driving progress. And there are already countries showing how we can achieve high levels of social progress within planetary boundaries of greenhouse gas emissions. So that to me is the issue is how do we stop doing stupid things How do we scale solutions and achieve these, you know, pick this low-hanging fruit of solutions to these problems? And so that's why we try and, you know, what works is about a solutions-oriented conversation about what works, because that's what's going to really do the biggest thing to accelerate progress.
0: That's great. Thank you so much for sharing um, your your views. And before I let you go, um, one last thing, which is, Is there anything that you want to tell our attendees that are going to be joining us in person in just a very short period of time? Anything that they should be thinking about?
2: I'm very looking forward to seeing you.
0: All right, we're looking forward to seeing you too. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. That's why we're doing what we're doing. On the next episode, we'll dive into some of the content and hear from various friends of SPI. We're excited to see you soon. This episode was produced by Valeria Horton and me, Sophie Sutherland, with music by Vivek Goel and Chance Devlin. Chance will be with us performing in Banff. The What Works Summit is produced by the Social Progress Imperative and Cognitio. It's made possible thanks to our host partner, ATB, principal sponsor, Deloitte, supporting sponsor, National Access Arts, all of our engagement partners, our incredible speakers, and you, our wonderful attendees. We look forward to seeing you in Banff.
2: To say it's over And I hear you want one more If you swear to me You will sing out strong I will play Just one more song So now this is our last song And I say to you so So long Bye bye